Hello, everybody. You are listening to Random Gamers Corner, and I'm your host, Alejandro Ortiz, and we are here. Holy shit. Two more weeks until, well, Christmas time. Or, well, whichever, whether you, you know, celebrate. No judgment. But yeah, we are here, another episode before the year is over. And just want to say, um, yeah, I just hope everyone's doing fine. Hope you all are doing okay. I know we can't, we're kind of like late on putting out an episode here. And just, well, doing the best we can. But yeah, so let's begin with, well, first a little personal story time about what was going on recently. And recently, before I got back to my home to start recording and updating the computer and such, I had to like deal with a freaking more than a half hour wait to get some breadsticks. Just some breadsticks, that's it. More than a half hour wait to get breadsticks. Like, I don't know what's going on, but this country used to be great. Like, Little Caesars. Little Caesars food used to be, like, you know, ready. Just right there, right on time. Like, as soon as you got in there, like, you could just go, uh, pick it up and go. Now, you gotta wait more than a half an hour for some goddamn breadsticks. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just being pessimistic, but who knows? Who knows? Now... Other than the, now that with personal story time getting out of the way, just want to say that first off, this is gonna be some Fire Emblem Heroes talk. So if you're not um, not gonna be like up for listening to that, there's still some other stuff to like to talk about. And well, I guess to talk about the year overall to like have the podcast here still, and I suppose to answer some questions on the on Reddit because. Yeah, why not? And if you haven't noticed yet, yeah, Nathan and Mason are not joining me tonight as, well, one has to do maintenance on his own laptop and one is dealing with a very bad throat. So no worries. My boys could relax. I shall continue on. And I'll just hopefully entertain you guys anyway. But now here we are. For Fire Emblem Heroes talk. Okay, I know that this is going to be a bit... Just to let everybody know, yes, I know. This is going to be a bit of a short to listen to. Because, well, there's only one person talking about it. Eh, I'll do my best. So, yeah, Fire, Fire Emblem Heroes talk. New... A new book is now into is now in the new update. Oh, yeah. New update, new book, new characters, new stuff. Just... Oh, and a new mode called Summoner's Duel. First off, for the story, I just want to say that, well, the story... I now know that we have, well, we're back to... We're back to the land of Asgard and Embla, where it's pretty much like going, okay, are they going to destroy each other, or are they going to finally team up? And just look into the whole story between the two. Now, so far, we just got, like, the retainers for both Asker and Embla now in the story, which is um, Ash for Asker and Elm for Embla. 
And we also have uh, supposedly Veronica's older sister now, like coming into the story. Like all of a sudden, she exists, named Letizia. I'm assuming Letizia, not Leticia, because that's a Hispanic name. Anywho, we now have that little. We now have those new characters coming in, and we have new mystery going on, like where there are dark pits affecting both Ascar and Embla, and all I can think is, huh, well, they had to figure out some way to make them both have, like, the same problem together, just so they could finally try to figure out how to cooperate with Shudder. But unfortunately, it seems like Embla has other plans, and it seems like there's another kind of secret force that is trying to stir up trouble as well. So, eh, guess we'll see in the future updates on what will be happening next. Not too bad. And other than the new characters and the new story set up, now to move on to the banner units that are like available. I have not played Awakening. I have I haven't played the most of the three DS Fire Emblem games, so I cannot be helpful. And well, just discussing any of them. I know one is a very knowledgeable witch. Knowledgeable, sorry, knowledgeable witch. Another is a pretty much, I'm assuming, a pretty strong guy that died during the war helping out Krom. Then, eh, I, I'm not gonna lie. One, I'm pretty sure one is like the descendant of Ike, but I'm assuming he is someone that is not very liked that much because, well, it seems like when he got announced and I saw the comments, it seems like everybody was just saying, like, oh, we gotta have him, or, oh, great, a character that ruined the story, or stuff like that. So, yeah, not. Not so great. I feel it. Oh, wait, no. And the new unit that is able to be summoned is Ash herself. And I will not lie. Personally, I found her kind of underwhelming. Like, I didn't really see much appeal to her. Like, for Sharina. I mean, no, not Sharina. Wow, that's messed up. Oh, no. For Fjorm, I could find the appeal for her due to the fact that she could be a really good um, counter to mages and archers that's my that's my opinion for fjorm for a peony she's really good for well pretty much like being a really good dancer and giving you know giving good bonuses when she's get, um giving a dance to a unit to help them take an extra move and then for uh, who was it regan i hope i'm saying it right yeah regan She's, well, just pretty much a badass kind of um, cavalry unit. Very strong, very, mainly very, very good at player being at being player focused. Player phase focused, yeah. Other than that, well, she's just interesting as well. But for, just for this new retainer, Ash, I don't know. I think the whole shy girl being clumsy kind of thing is just kind of like very tired out trope in my opinion like you got the two tropes that just don't really mix well and just in my again in my opinion doesn't make a character seem interesting whatsoever so yeah and i I don't know her skill set doesn't really doesn't really interest me that much or really i guess uh what is that word doesn't make me impressed yeah there we go doesn't impress me that much either. It's more like a, t- she's more focused on attack and defense. But even then, like it seems like both of those don't like, don't even do that well unless like, 
you're the right situation. What's um yeah, the right situation. Other than her there's nothing else I could say about story or units. Except for the free unit that we're supposed to be getting today, considering like, well, this recording should be coming out today in the morning. And ooh, I forgot. Yan Fei, I believe his name is. Yeah, Yan Fei. Hopefully I'm not butchering that too badly. But yeah, it's supposed to be a great new red sword unit. Wait, that's not redundant, but you know, a new great sword infantry unit that has um, distant counter and a sword and is also has some several skills inside his weapon as well to make uh to make builds more possible than, than some other red infantry units. So, hey, great for him and he's definitely going to be a project that I'm looking forward to building eventually at least. And to moving on to summer the duels the new mode where now is like real time uh player versus player battles and from what i was reading in comments earlier from a qu- question i posted on amino yeah i haven't done that in a very long time but i did it because i wanted to know what other people uh was were thinking and one person said like it's more like a short to deal with and i could agree 20 points for one match is going to be a penny is going to be a penny as when you got if you want to get all the rewards you want to get down all the way to at least 1000 and that's like the all the maximum rewards you can get and even then i feel it's a bit of a grind it is way too much of a damn grind fest unless you get too much time on your hands man summer duels is well I think the concept is pretty cool. I mean, if you got, like, really good units, like, if you're, like, a whale, then maybe you'll have a really good time. But from what I've seen, it seems like people are already having a hard time finding players to fight against, so there must be a big player drop-off, I'm assuming, from what I've read. And so, yeah, hopefully Summer Duels can be doing better in the future. I don't know, maybe the rewards can be upgraded a bit, or maybe the... the reward milestones could be lowered down a bit themselves. But, yeah. I feel I'm missing one more thing. I don't think so. If I am, I am sorry. I I let you all down because I don't have at least one person to keep me in check on what I'm saying. Okay, but, yeah, other than Fire Emblem Heroes, there's not much else I could say about that for the time being other than saying the update seems pretty good now i can talk about well the whole year overall as a podcaster and well pretty much like still trying to do this podcast and what i could say is times have definitely gotten more busy over as the year went on like i'm more focused on trying to get things done with in my life more trying to be more trying to be more involved with my family and my girl and, like, with everything that's not related to the podcast. And that doesn't mean that I'm just going to, like, turn off the podcast. No. Because, honestly, I appreciate this podcast. It's it's a way for me to, like, cope with stuff from time to time or just more like to vent about random events that keep occurring, like, especially with the Activision Blizzard thing, like, that's some bullshit. Or just about anything else. Like, it's just something... It's like a... It's like an outlet, pretty much. But what I'm trying to say along with that is that 
I'm just very happy that people are still listening to this. Like the people, the few people that are still coming back to this podcast multiple times. Thank you very much. It's very much appreciated that you guys would still take the time to, well, give the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. And maybe just for five minutes, maybe like all the way through. Because, well, as as the usual expectation of this podcast now is to have like nearly one to two hour. Whoa, sorry. One to two hours worth of episodes. So, wait, that doesn't sound right. One to two hour duration of each episode. There we go. <laughs> sorry. But... Oh, I just gotta say, it's been, it's really fun to be having this podcast still going. I still got some ideas to like put out for this season, especially when it's a new season, it's still barely starting out. And the fact that we're able to like have it started before the new year ends is pretty damn good. But of course, it is gonna be, it's gonna continue even after the new year begins. It's just, well, I'm just saying, it's just really nice to see it still going on and still doing, still making moves in bef- uh, before expectations. And personally, to me, I'm just happy that people could be listening to this and, well, just hopefully be entertained. I'm glad that I guess have guests come onto the show from time to time. Like, shit, like, see what Brock did from the Outcast podcast, like, to keep coming on and Tyler to give the time of his day to, well, talk to me about Apex and such. So, yeah, it's it's just awesome. And who knows, maybe one day we can get some more uh, different type of guests to come onto the show. Ones that, well, aren't the usual kind of people to come onto the show. Not saying anything bad, but the usual ones. No, I mean, shit, I freaking love it whenever we collab and just have a good laugh with each other talking and such but i'm just saying that well maybe it'll be cool to like get some out get some have some well a lot of reach and listeners to like i don't know maybe get this podcast really start kicking off because i remember a time when there one of the episodes got 20 listens and i thought holy shit that's the craziest amount less uh listen to have ever but i digress having the listeners i'm having right now i appreciate you guys coming back from time to time and i know that considering this podcast isn't doesn't have like a one set type of genre to oh to restrict itself restrict itself to it kind of can be hard to like know what episodes you're gonna like and which episodes you're gonna so I get it if some listens don't doesn't um doesn't appear on as many episodes as they we probably should have, but hey, it's all a learning process. There's anything else for me to say as a podcaster, or I think I'm gonna say as many things as I can, cause well, or else I'll probably be becoming too much of a repeater but still thank you so much once more for like giving the time out of your day to listen to this podcast now for reddit questions and that's probably gonna be the most fun part of well no not not the most fun part but more like 
the most fun segment for anybody listening to this who are thinking, damn, he cannot talk by himself for shit. <laughs> Hold on, folks. I am trying to look up that. I'm trying to look up them screenshots right now. Okay. No, I just I just screenshot some random ones like I scroll, stop, screenshot, scroll, stop, screenshot. Just so I, there's not gonna be like any bias, like taking like, oh, okay, like I could li- I could just t- um answer these easily or, well, I mean if you think hard enough, I'm pretty sure they could be hard. I mean easy to answer, but just so like none could feel like they're directed to someone or just so they won't. I don't know. It's I don't know. Some people would probably take things some of these things the wrong way. I don't know why, but eh, it is what it is. Now one question now the first question I'm gonna be dealing with is how do you guys know how I mean, well how do you guys not care about work after after work? Wow, weird wording. How do you guys care how do you guys not care about work after work? So pretty much what they're asking is, how do you not care about work once you're out? Like, you're done for the day, you're done with your shift, like, goodbye. And personally for me, and I could agree, I'm, it's pretty much like almost the same, the same answer as somebody else with the top answer. I'm not getting paid to care at that point. Like, I'm honestly not, I'm not getting paid to keep caring about what's going on at the workplace or what's going on with my coworkers to... Pretty much keep checking on, like, saying, like, oh, my gosh, I hope everything is okay. Like, oh, gosh, I hope all the equipment's going well or stuff like that. Like, nah, it's, it's a warehouse type of job. So I really cannot be bothered to just, like, keep wondering what's going on there or to see if everybody is doing okay so far over there. Like, whatever happens, happens. I can't. I just can't do that. Plus, it... It doesn't do well for my stress level to be worrying about that kind of stuff. Especially when, well, one, it's stressful. Duh. Two, why should I? Why should I care so much about the job to, like, be stressing about, like, outside of, well, work? Especially when I want to be focusing on family time, um, my time with my significant other, or my girlfriend. Why did I say significant other? What the hell? Or just like just my me time in general. Like I shouldn't let that kind of time be intruded on with work with focusing on work. Like everything has their own time and sp- uh, space. Like yeah, talking about work when you're eating, like I totally get it. But like once once work starts intruding and like spending time with one another and such like that, then that starts to get annoying and also like. Makes you feel like you have to be, well, thinking about work all the time. And that's, that's not a healthy mindset. Like, if you have to worry about work to the point that you're constantly checking your phone. And sometimes there's being oblivious to whatever people are trying to talk to you about and stuff like that. And that's a bit of a problem. And you probably should, like, try to get a grip on yourself and try to remind, remind yourself that you're a person first. Not worker first. Now, for the next question. Do you think cheaters deserve a second chance? Why or why not? 
No, maybe the more naive me, naive. Yeah, the more naive me w- back then would say like, yeah, everyone deserves a second chance. Yeah, why not? But me now being older and like, not pessimistic, it's more like just being a realist. Honestly, no, I don't think people deserve it. I mean, I don't think the cheaters deserve a second chance. Second chance, goddamn. They don't deserve a second chance because you take multiple steps to cheat from what I'm assuming is happening and from what people will have said. Well, it takes a lot of steps to even get to that point. Like, for you know what you're, I mean, you got all those choices in front of you saying, like, oh, if I do this, like, I'm getting closer to cheating. Oh, if I do this next step, I'm getting closer. And it goes on and on and on until the point, like, you've cheated. And now that's something you cannot, like, take back. No amount of words could, like, freaking make up for a saying, like, oh, you weren't there for me. Oh, I was so lonely. Oh, you weren't talking to me as much, blah, 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 blah. Like, if your decision to sh- uh, was to cheat instead of, like, trying to talk it out or, you know, leaving the person then that sounds like something that is up with you, not the other person that, you know, you cheated on. And I've been on the receiving end of getting hurt by stuff like that. So, honestly, no. Because from after all the personal experiences, I could say safely that cheaters just really don't give a shit. Like, they only care about you if you're going to be leaving them or... If you're going to be taking away something that they like about you while they're still trying to get something from other people. And plus, most of the time, shaders are manipulative. Like, they try to make you feel bad about them. Like, they're going to cry their eyes out or freaking say, oh, I'll kill myself if if you leave. Shit like that. Like, those are red flags. Just freaking leave their sorry ass. Whatever happens to them, happens to them. Like... You should not have to, like, guilt trip yourself thinking about what's going to happen to them. That's not on you. Like, you, if you think, like, you're, you're a bad person for doing so, like, trust me. No, you're not a bad person. Like, if you're, like, leaving uh, an, an unhealthy person like that who is trying to manipulate you into, like, staying with them after they cheated, then that, that should be more all the reason to, like, leave their sorry ass. But, hey. I'm just speaking my mind here. Now, how do you know if you're a good-looking guy? <laughs> I don't. Moving on. How would you feel if your wife had a work husband? Uh, personally, I would think that's fucking weird. Like, I don't know. I never got the appeal to, like, call someone a work wife. So, like... I can't see the appeal to me or seeing the reasoning to call someone a work husband. Like, I don't know. People talk about how, like, oh, people, guy and girl should, just can't be friends. Or saying, like, oh, they should be friends. They should be treated just as just friends. Then, like, if that's the case, then why is, like, two people, two work friends like that, or, like, the opposite sex, and they're close to each other, why are they called work husband and work wife? Like, why can't they just be called fucking friends or work friends? Like, I don't know. I I would consider it fucking weird. I would consider it kind of like the no. I would consider it disrespectful if that were if that were to ever happen. And 
yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, why? What's the point? What's, what's the fucking point of doing so? What do you get out of that if... Th- I don't know. I feel like you you had to be getting something out of that if you were to go call them that, and then like if you get defensive about it, then like there then then there should be something going on. But hey, who knows? I'm just kind of like old school, would not wanting to go out of my not my my comfort zone, going like going out of that respect about respectful boundary of like not calling a coworker or just calling a friend or anybody in general, like anything, a pet name or such like that. If they're not, you know, your boyfriend, girlfriend, or your partner. Also, I really dislike saying pet name, even though I know that's the correct term, but still, that's so fucking weird. Now, I know there was supposed to be some more questions. Shit. Did I not screenshot enough? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess we're shut out. Look here. I ran out of questions already. Yeah, sorry about the Reddit stuff. Oh, wait, no. You know what? Since, well, what time we got? 25 minutes only? Shit. Might as well look at Reddit itself. All right, give me one moment, folks. This is more like a live. <laughs> yeah, this is more like a live podcast, so. Podcasting live kind of thing than an actual podcast thing. I'm a podcast. We're here. You guys are. I hope you guys are relaxing and, well, just enjoying life in general. Hopefully. I really hope so. Treat yourself. Okay, here's one. Gordon Ramsay once said, do not compare yourself to others. If you do so, you are insulting yourself. When did you learn to stop comparing yourself and what benefits, what benefits did you reap from it? It's kind of hard to say. Considering that there are times when I compare myself to another man and that's because like, it's just like personal insecurities. Like I know my, I know I'm not the best looking guy out here. I like, no, nah, that's for sure. And then understanding, like, I'm not making as much money or stuff like that. But then I, I'm i assuming, if I may have had to remember correctly, I believe it was last year or so when I stopped trying to compare myself and just think, try to focus on me and realize that I'll need to be looking like the best guy around or need to, like, well, have, like, such luxurious things to be... Uh, just to be a decent guy. And after that, I just got became more happy with myself. And, like, I don't need to fucking dress up a certain way. Like, I don't know. There's, girls have a fucking weird thing about cowboys. But I don't need to dress up like a cowboy to feel like I'm a handsome dude. Stuff like that. Like, I just need to dress decently or just carry myself in a better way. And I guess I'm just a tiny bit attractive in a way. But no, that's just my, <laughs> that's just my thing. It's, I guess the benefits from not comparing yourself is if you, no, is that you do start to feel more confident in yourself, of course. You do feel more individualism, which is a really good thing. 
and you just don't worry about what other people are doing, which is also another really good thing as well. It helps. It really does help. Now, for the next question. Hmm. As a man, what are some of the most ridiculous double standards you have ha- you've had to deal with? Oh, there some of them are easy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> One is when the yelling is if you were getting yelled if the, you the guy were getting yelled at repeat no, me, sorry. I forget this asking personally. If I were to be yelled at like repeatedly like getting yelled at to the point like it's get i'm getting stressed the fuck out and i start yelling back myself when i start yelling back it's a fucking problem but when i'm getting yelled at constantly and like to a ridiculous point it's just all fucking dandy like oh no don't worry about like it shit it's just a girl like what nothing's gonna happen like she's just yelling at him stuff like that like, it's okay for the girl to be all sassy or to, for for the girl to just be insulting in general. But as soon as the guy, like, does something, or if I were to do something like that, like, to be just showing that tiny bit of sass and shit like that, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, so that's how you want to talk. Oh, so that's, oh, so we got a problem. I'm like, oh, now it's a fucking problem? So that's, like, a double standard thing I don't, at least for me, like, I feel like that's kind of something that, well, just kind of faced, uh, dealt with throughout my life. Especially with my sisters, like, they could get away with some things more than I, but who knows. I don't think there's any other double standard stuff that I dealt with, thankfully. It could be wrong. But then again, no, I've no, I've also noticed there was a point where you know, the classical, oh, the guy shouldn't have any female friends, but the female, sh- but the girl should have as many male friends as she can like. Which I found kind of fucking ridiculous, like, because I do a good question, like, oh, what, what happens if a girl comes up to you, like, oh, what happens if a girl asks you this, blah, 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 and I'm, obviously, I'm gonna just give the answers that I would think are normal, saying, like, yeah, no, like, I would say no, I don't talk to them, shit like that, of course. But then when it comes to the girl, all of a sudden it's the other way around. Like, oh no, I can't talk to him. I'm like, oh, he's just a friend. Like, oh, I know him before. He's a coworker and shit like that. And then like, it starts, it starts to fucking gnaw on you. Like, then like, so what the fuck? Like, can you not be consistent with what you do? And stuff like that. Like, I don't know, like, reveal listening just know that this is just my personal experience this is my personal opinion not only to like take it as fact for everything but you for people listening to this just maybe like focus on what you do and realize like what what your partner does like okay here's this so you you gotta make a choice with like how you react to somebody or how you interact with somebody Put yourself, I mean, put your partner in that position where you think, okay, if they do, th- if they do this kind of thing, 
would I be okay with it? And if not, then I shouldn't probably be doing it either because I don't want to be treated the same way. It's simple. Just a little simple like that. I don't know. I just see it simple. Some people fucking do like mental Olympics to justify whatever the hell they do. Sorry. (laughs) That's just me being honest. Now, I suppose we can do one more question. I I think so. Men, what scares you the most? Honestly, I just gotta say that um, <clears throat> I think what scares me the most is just death in general. But like the death of well, family members, well, at least the family members that I really care about, which. I am just, like, one of those lucky few that I could say, like, I can actually care about any of my family members, like, passing away. Like, I do fear, like, ever hearing the news of saying, like, oh, we lost them or stuff like that. So, that it's just, like, something I never want to hear. Like, ever. Ever, ever, ever. And, of course, obviously, I'd be scared of ever hearing terrible news about my girl, like, ever getting an accident or some shit like that. And... My siblings, my parents, like, it's, that is a bigger fear of mine, and that tops everything off, especially to, uh, especially, I mean, I have claustrophobic, I am claustrophobic, but that's, like, small compared to, like, being scared of a death that feels, like, way too fucking soon. I don't know. It's pretty uncomfortable to ever think that someone that you knew for, like, most of your life, like, that you've been alive, will be gone one day, so, yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy, and, I guess, that'll be it for the show, or, oh, here's one, here's one that I can actually talk about. What is something nice you did for someone else? And this is something that I... (laughs) Wait a minute. No, I lied. I can't answer that easily. What is something nice you did for someone else? And sometimes it's hard to pinpoint for me, like, what I did nice for somebody. Because all I think is, it's normal. This is, like, the bare minimum to do for someone else. Like... It's no, um, like, it's such a great thing of what I did for this person. Like, oh, they are fucking blessed for what I've done for them. But it's, for me, it's more like, they don't, I don't need to gloat about it. I don't need to talk about what I did. I don't need to go crazy with the fact of what I did. Like, I was like, oh, everything I did in the past is forgiven for what I did or anything like that. Like, I don't freaking whip out my damn phone and start recording, like, thing like hey, guys, here I am, like, giving this homeless dude, like, a big-ass burger, like, shit like that, like, nah. I, for any of the things I do, I just kind of, like, do them in silent and don't really expect anything back. I mean, as a, like, Spider-Man, I secretly kind of want, like, some recognition, but, hey, it's part of life. Like, some, you just feel like you're too selfish if you feel, I mean, you feel like you want to have some recognition for, like, any kindness you do. 
um, last nice thing I did for someone. Wow. I, mean, I guess I could say, like, fucking earlier today, I was just holding the door open for this elderly couple when I was, like, leaving the building. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's not... I mean, this question didn't say, like, the severity... I mean, not severity, well, how huge the whole nice-level thing is, like, of what you did for someone else. But to me, I just felt like, yeah, it's some, it's a normal thing to do, like, to just hold the door open for an elderly couple to get through. Like, I don't know, just make, make the little task easier for them. I mean, they've been through enough, literally. But, yeah, I mean... If I were to go into, like, specifics on, like, different kinds of, I don't know, acts of kindness, I guess. Um, I don't usually tip, but, because, well, whenever, like, I'm freaking eating out at a diner or, like, ordering stuff from somewhere, that sh- those things are fucking expensive. I understand, like, ah, damn, I'm paying for the whole damn restaurant, then paying for, uh, for a single waiter or waitress or whatever. But, like, whenever I'm visiting a little shop, like, a little simple shop, one that's, like, you can tell it's owned by, like, a couple individuals and not, like, a bigger company and such, I do tip and, I don't know, just, like, support them. Like, I always come back and support just to show that, hey, I'm, like, I want you guys to succeed. I want you guys to become bigger. Or I just want to see you guys stick around for a very long time. Um, yeah, it, and just being there for someone in general, like, that's, I, to me, that's, like, a big act of kindness that I love doing. I mean, I will, I'm pretty sure there will be times where someone will hear me say, I'm like, ah, it's kind of hard to be, t- listen to people's problems, because all the, they just talk and talk, and, like, if I don't want to listen to any solutions, but... To be there for someone, like, to answer the question, like, saying, like, well, what am I good for? What, why, um, what can I do about this? Stuff like that. And I can actually answer it easily. Then, yeah, I'm all up for helping, helping, uh, somebody ease their issue or trouble or their self-doubt or stuff like that. Because, well, I, I believe, like, Anybody can have good value as long as they're not murder, of course. Or... But I believe everyone has some kind of value to them, and you don't need to live a grand. This is something I've said before, and I've also like looked. Oh, there's some crazy-ass adventure type of shit to, like, make me feel like, oh, my life has value. Like, the moment I was born, my life has fucking value. There's no reason for my life to not have value just because I fucking like to play games or, like, lot to, like to watch anime or like to read books in my spare time more than freaking going on to crazy-ass adventures or building as, uh, I mean... Building big ass uh, ventures or stuff like that, building ass. <laughs> but I feel like people, 
shouldn't worry about other people's um, thing. Like, in other words, you shouldn't put yourself down just because your life is not as lavish or extravagant or something like that as other people who have, like, fucking millions of likes on Instagram or some shit like that or going to tropical beaches and random stuff. Pretty much random stuff like that. I don't think you should put yourself down for those kind of type of reasons. You have you have value. You are not um less worthy. You you have every right to be on this world as much as anyone else does. And plus, you may not know it, but sometimes people those people that are like living those lavish lives Sometimes it's all staged. You would be surprised at how, at what people could stage or fake just to make it seem like they made it big. Just focus on yourself. Focus on your life. Focus on the people that are in your life. Remember um, the support that you could be getting from people that are in your life. And and I think that's like for a closing message for this episode is, yeah. I know this is December. This is the this is like I mean a lot of people say like this is the happiest time of the year, but honestly this is the fucking saddest time of the year for some people, like especially for people who lost family members. <sighs> people who lost family members or feel like they don't have enough family around them and they are they feel like they got nothing else going on with their life, like so they're thinking about ending their life, and honestly, that's the saddest thing. Like, you, your life has so much value. Like, call the hotline, talk to someone you know, talk. Sometimes reach out to people who you may may not have realized that always been there, have always been there for you, and people. I mean, for the other people, reach out to other people who don't who feel like they don't have anybody out there for them. Just show your friends that you care. Like, uh, just, I don't know, send them a random text that say, like, hey, like, how are you doing? Like, even that, like, makes up someone's day so fucking much. Like, I guarantee it. And just love each other. Know that you you are not less worthy than some uh than some under random person that's like a freaking model. That's not it at all. And just try to be there for one another during this month because again, this is the month where like uh, I can't say the word that much, but self unalive rates go up a bit higher. So yeah, it's it's not great. And with that being said, I just want to say, take care of yourself. Please love one another. Please love one another. And enjoy games, of course. Like, enjoy as much as you could or enjoy whenever you can. Because I know Christmas shopping is going on. But, like, remember that your love means more than a gift. Like, if the other person doesn't appreciate you just for, like, being there for them and... Just only seems to be only happy with you for their, only when you got, um, you have gifts to give them. Then that's a bit of a problem right there. But hey. Um, but yeah. So, soon, uh, hopefully next episode, like Mason and Nathan will be here, 
and we could talk about, or we could have a little bit of an easier talk here on the show to like uh, talk about Pokemon, uh, brilliant, uh, brilliant Diamond, and Shining Pearl, and eventually, well, soon enough, talk about our favorite. Um, well, talk about some favorite stuff in another episode, and then for the final episode of this month, hopefully, we will talk about well. Our uh, favorite, our games, our personal games of the year. So, I hope you guys look forward to all that. I hope you guys can enjoy this episode. I, shit, I know that I've, shit, what is it called? Start a lot, I've lose my sense of mind or, I lose track of what I'm saying. I know it's not easy for me to, uh, to hear me talk that well when I'm by myself, but I'm trying. I hope you guys can enjoy the future episodes. I hope you guys can enjoy the new season still. And I hope you guys can enjoy the new year when it finally arrives. And to close this off, I want to say I am Alejandro Ortiz. I am your host. You've been listening to Random Gamers Corner. And I hope you guys join me and my friends, or join my friends and I, for the literature people, for next time on the next episode of a random gamers corner good night everybody